Man, welcome to the podcast. Thank How do I pronounce your surname? Otote. Otote. Yeah. yeah, solid man. I like that. I like that. You've been a vegan for a hot second, right? Yeah, it's plant based. It's eating, eating earthy. <laughs> eating earthy. <laughs> eat straight from the ground. Eating from know, the ground. I used to be my rule back in the day, you know. Like, yeah. I would only eat it if it's grown from the ground and has one ingredient. Is it? Yeah. That's how my rule started. Don't get me wrong. I've swayed from that a little bit. Well, by adding meat to it or just eating it if it's nah, from but it's eating like. So there's a difference between food yeah. and products, if you ask me. Okay. So a product could be like, uh, I don't know, like a fake meat. That's a product. Yeah. You know, because it, it was produced in a factory. Oh, Whereas yeah, for... chickpeas or something that's just dried, that's not a product. Ah, that's I see. Food. I see. So how I originally used to eat was mainly foods. But yeah. now, if I see a product, I might give it a try. Just, <laughs> little taste yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. before I used to avoid it I'm talking for four years of nothing processed that's mad nothing nothing that I can yeah. I remember the first time I tried mushrooms properly cooking with it I normally used to wash my stuff with like some liquid yeah. to make sure there's no pesticides this is yeah. how militant I was what, what sort of liquid was this what, water uh, or just with you, it was just soap yeah. man soap <laughs> <laughs> but I, in, my, in my head soap yeah. was better than the pesticides because mm. soap has been tested, it's on plates. So you're using soap to wash your food, fruits and stuff like Fruit. that. Yeah, just to get all yeah. the stuff off it. And I remember because you know mushrooms ain't got a layer of skin on top of yeah. it. Yeah, you can't do that with mushrooms. Yeah. So I threw them away. The first time I bought mushrooms like, <laughs> to actually try cook with it, I threw them away because Seriously? I was like, you know, I can't wash this properly. Uh-uh. So that shows the mindset I was when I first started my health journey. But what kicked Militant. that off? Though? Like in terms of not not even the not just the health journey, but the mm. actual going vegan. Because most people must tell you, like, how can a vegan get this hench and be, yeah. and be deadlifting 300? <laughs> you, know, it's, you know what? Back when I changed my diet, yeah, mm. and it's something I think about quite a bit, yeah. it just wasn't a YouTube thing. Mm. You know, it wasn't a visual, like, oh, my days, look at me, I've changed my diet. Yeah. You just kind of you, you do it. Mm. So when you just do it, you're not aware of people's comments and people's conversations. Yeah. So like, I didn't know what veganism was. I didn't know what plant-based. I just knew that, hey, look, I want to eat a certain way. Mm. I want to eat like, I don't know, people were eating like 5,000 years ago. Yeah. You know, when they were living certain ways, mm. right? That was my my ideas. Mm. So I didn't... But it must have been a triggering point though to, to get to the idea. So like, oh, was it something that you saw? Was it like a documentary you know what, that triggered the thinking? Uh, nothing really yeah. happened to me. I just started asking a lot of questions. And I, I started doing self-experiments. Oh, okay. So for my whole life, for example, I ate mm. a certain way. Mm. I said, hey, I'm going to cut out one thing for mm. a bit to see how I feel. And what then was the first thing to go? I cut out milk and oh, okay. cornflakes. It wasn't like I was cutting out milk because yeah. it's dairy. I was just cutting it out because I literally ate it every day without food. For me, it was a balanced milk. Yeah. <laughs> Part of your staple diet. <laughs> With then. a little di- a dipping bread in the milk or, yeah. some, or some caveman-ish, you yeah. know what I mean? So once I cut that out, I noticed a little bit of changes mm. in me, which actually sparked me wanting to research further the mm. relation between, for me, it was like spots and pimples yeah. and milk. And then once I saw, right, there's actually a connection between mm. the diet and your skin, mm. then that might spark off another question. That sparks yeah. off another question. Then I started learning more about diseases. I started learning more about, you know, why certain things happen in certain countries, why mm. China, they might be less likely to have heart attacks, but South Africa, speak. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like, that, that relation. Yeah. So like, asking a lot of these questions, mm. and I, I just, I made a decision that 
one of the key factors was food, mm. right? So I decided before things happened to me personally, mm. I'm just going to make that step. Yeah, and before then, there was no titles. I used to call myself Dungotarian. It's like, I'm my own thing. I don't yeah, know about yeah, yeah. what them man they're doing, yeah. you know what I mean? That was it, you know? For real? <laughs> yeah. And you just jumped on it straight from there? Straight from there, brother. But how does that I work? I haven't looked back a day. Yeah. And yeah. how do you feel, though, like, in terms of, like, how you felt before that and after? What was the immediate, like, feel like in terms of your body? I didn't really think about it in terms of immediate. You know, I wasn't analysing. So, when I made, because I did stuff mm. gradually as well. Mm. So, even though I cut out red meat and pork very early, chicken. I was still eating fish. Oh, okay. Mainly. And I have chicken, like, once a month. Yeah. And then, I guess, maybe each of those steps... I felt different because mm. in my head, I only do things that make sense. Mm. When it starts making sense, you f you use the information you have at the moment yeah, and decide yeah, where to go next. Yeah. So in my head, I right, cool. It makes sense. Like I feel good. You know, certain things are changing within mm. me. You know, I feel like yeah, you feel yeah, and energized. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel up. Yeah. You know, bearing in mind I had anger issues at certain points. Mm. I wasn't the friendliest. Mm. You know. I'm not saying I'm not saying as a correlation to food, but some of the research I've, I've done mm. shows some sort of correlations. Like when they starve rats of certain nutrients, mm. some of these rats that have family members wanted to kill themselves. Oh, for real. Then I started thinking, right, like in, in ends there's yeah. there's this kind of food, yeah. there's lack of people are chronically. So there could be a correlation between. The, the do you know what I'm saying? 100%. So certain things that I was thinking. So when I cut out certain foods and I replaced certain foods, I did feel that mm. those differences, and mm. that's actually continued. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah, it's funny you actually said that in terms of like the the violence and the in the food and stuff. I was um I was actually watching a talk prior to you coming here, and, oh, right. and the the guy was talking about how um, early stage nutrition in children and babies can determine their level of intelligence and and their temperament. Yeah. So he was talking about like if you watch very like so now there's been the debate about um, IQ in, amongst races, amongst continents and countries mm. that they vary based on where you're from. Mm. And it, the research is finding out that um, a lot of it is to do with the nutrition that we're fed at an early stage. And if you're not given any nutrition at all, you're going to be nowhere in that competitive ladder. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're already a, 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 a step behind, a major disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. It impacts you quite a bit. And from what I've seen, I can't remember what I've like, researched now, mm. but it even starts before like the child is born mm. so what are you doing during pregnancy mm. and I always f I find it I find research on pregnancies interesting in terms mm. of like how whether the trend is going up or down where there's birth defects and stuff mm. like that and how that's even relation to any other things mm. that we're doing from a nurtured perspective but there's some people who advocate that obviously planning for planning for mm. your kid and saying uh, six months before I want to have a kid. I'm yeah. going to stretch my diet switch up. up the diet. I'm going to, yeah. you know, because mm. at the end of the day, I, I see it from a logical perspective. If, as a woman, you had a you had a baby right now mm. and the body had a choice to save you or save the baby, the mm. body would save the baby and kill you. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, that women surviving childbirth is, is low mm. if there's complications. Yeah. I might, I might not be articulating it, articulating it well, but you yeah, get what I mean. 100% get it. Yeah. But the same thing is from a man's perspective. Mm. So if you want to think of what the most nutrient-dense thing that we have within us, mm. it's, the, it's the seed. Yeah, <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You've got so, to protect those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Gotta, you know, yeah. so you gotta, if you want to give the seed the best fighting chance yeah. to actually do your thing, you need to be making sure it has the, it has it. the nutrients that it requires. That's yeah. something I find interesting anyway. But what, what is it about me in particular that has a, like, a detrimental effect to our body? Because... I, I I love meat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love meat too. I yeah. loved meat. Yeah. I can't remember what it tastes like now. Serious? How long hey. ago was it since you lost had meat? 
The struggle must have been real though initially, like to wean yourself off of me. Because I can't see myself weaning myself off of me anytime soon. Do you know what for me, yeah, it's like I think how my mind works is slightly different. Mm. Like there's certain things within me that are like switches. Mm. So imagine when I was doing a lot of my reading, mm. when I was doing a lot of my learning and understanding, mm. a switch changed. Mm. Where I can't see certain things how I used to see them. Yeah. So when that switch changes, there's no, oh, uh, I miss. Mm. You know, it's just now, I don't know, I think it's to do with my upbringing as well. When certain things happen, like mm. whether you take L's, mm. the L's been taken, now is a now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like so you, you just keep really, moving on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So there was never been a, there was never a time where I said to myself, bro, I could do a chicken wing. Mm. I could yeah. do meat. <laughs> yeah. I just literally. Once you cut it off, it was cut. It's gone. Yeah. It's like, you know, then back in the day, you mm. were with a, with a girl mm. and then she says something that pisses you off. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> it's done. I ain't going to think about you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But that's just how my mind works. Yeah, no, that's a solid determination of way of thinking. Yeah, it's a very weird way of thinking, but that's just me. You know what's so mad? Because I've always like dabbled with that idea of going vegan and stuff like that and like yeah. going plant going plant-based or earth-based as you yeah. like to put it but my fear was always that i wouldn't be as strong or wouldn't be able to like if i was to want to put on weight i wouldn't be able to put on weight as naturally as i want to mm. like i always i was under the assumption that if i wanted to consume protein and it came down to having like an earth-based Die, I'll have to eat a whole tree. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in order to consume the amount of protein required yeah, for my body yeah, to build. Right. But that, that's what intri- that's what actually like drew me to your content. Cause I was mm. like, right, okay, he's completely vegan. He's mm. still able to look the way he look mm. and and lift what he lifts. So, mm. what is that? What is it about like the the plant based diet and how do you balance getting the nutrition that you require in order to gain the size that you have? Ah. Uh. Cause that's the only thing holding me back right now from even considering. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to turn the, out skinny and like weak and tired. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, I, I, I don't know many people in the industry, mm. right? So I don't, maybe it's a bad thing. I don't really do the pre stuff much mm. in terms of who's doing what. But I could imagine there's some people that are looking like they can dance through the rain. Yeah, <laughs> and those are the ones that I tend to come across when, yeah. when I'm looking at content online. Yeah, regards bro, to you vegan. need to cut your meat, bro. Cut your meat. These times, man, so scary. You know what I mean? But on the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum, there is guys who literally eat pure meat, pure mm. chicken, pure fish, and everything, and mm. dance with rain too. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what yeah. I mean? But I feel like sometimes when we look at people, we judge the whole spectrum by mm. what we see. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So like. If you're meat eater, your spectrum's wide. Mm. If you, no one's gonna say you're skinny because you mm. eat meat, and guys who are big, they're gonna probably say you're big because you eat meat. Yeah. Whereas people who are plant based and things like such, like they're probably getting judged by the small spectrum of what you, what's visible. That makes to a you. lot of sense. Yeah. But I know there's there's probably other people who who are big that eat how I eat. But mm. for me. Anything's possible, man. Anything's mm. possible with understanding. Mm. You know, one of the early things I did was I did research into what optimizes the body. Oh, yeah, so by that, me. I mean, it's like what nutrients. Mm. I had to learn. I took it, I literally took it step by step. Mm. I actually made a document, a uh, Excel document, yeah, where with all the, all the nutrients the body requires and what mm. food sources I can get them from, mm. right. I've literally, I've literally stuck with similar sort of food sources, mm-hmm. but 
this document, I ended, up, I ended up actually releasing it as a book. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah, because I know you got a book guy. regarding that uh, as well. Yeah, yeah so I ended up giving it as, like, you know what, um, this might benefit some people. Mm. But with understanding, bro, you can do anything, man. Yeah. You know, if you said, I, I want to cut out meat or I want to cut out chicken, but mm. I'm going to replace it with something like this or something like that, mm. you understand how to track your macros or how to tweak things slightly. Yeah. And then for me, I realised that you need a lot less protein than mm. you think you do yeah no. I think when it comes to the gym world it's always like what's pushed on us is protein 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 but that's probably coming down to obviously the companies wanting to make money from the products Cash, that they're man. selling people are making it, money that's all it what is, is pro- yeah. what is pro- what is protein yeah. I always thought think about it sometimes like mm. when I think of protein in my head I'm thinking of some powder like whey mm. I don't know if anyone else agrees with that like, mm. I literally see protein but it's not that yeah. what is protein yeah. I mean obviously I get what proteins are mm-hmm. amino acids but in terms of like visual look of protein yeah. you associate that with meat 100% because whenever I think of meat whenever I think of protein I'm thinking a big slab of steak or chicken <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm not thinking about yeah, the, the powder and the it's um, bad. chemical content of it exactly yeah. mm. but that the life source of that protein and stuff is in everything mm. like collagen and mm. all of that it's, it's, there's the life source of protein is in everything mm. greens to to chickpeas to mm. everything else but, but then what's the equivalent though like how many pieces of chickpeas do I need to have to get maybe like I don't know uh, like so, a leg uh, of chicken I guess as good as that <laughs> so I'm, I'm always under the assumption that yeah. I have to consume so much of it which is yeah. probably not even the right assumption but yeah. another misconception that we tend to have about vegans is that um, vegan food tends to be expensive and it's tricky to prepare and yeah. put together is that is that true from your experience I think eating healthy is it depends how you do it Mm. It can be cheaper mm. or it can be more expensive. So by that I mean, like, if you're the kind of guy that eats out all the time, yeah, yeah, it's going to be pricey for you. Mm. But then again, if you eat out all the time, eating meat, like, it's going to be pricey mm. for you anyway. But if you plan your meals, you cook for yourself, mm. you, spend, you wake sense, up like, yeah. back in the day at uni, I used to wake up at seven or six every day. Mm. The first thing I do when I wake up is I'll cook. Mm. And I only I cook enough for the day, so I cook bulk foods like lentils, chickpeas, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And then I package. I eat some in the morning, mm. and I package some to take with me to the library and stuff <laughs> yeah. during the day. Times like that, you can thirty pound a week, twenty pound a week. You're good oh, for real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like discipline and stuff. Mm. Whereas, if you want to eat lavish and you know eat mangoes all day and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, you're, you're spending an arm <laughs> you're and a leg. Spending a lot. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I was addicted to mangoes, man. I was spending yeah. three pounds on a mango. I'm talking the, the juicy, the juicy one. one from the market. The ones that look like the sun. <laughs> yeah. You peel it and it's like, raw like God yeah. is in this. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know about it. But... So um, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think everything is as pricey as you plan it to be. Hundred you know, percent. Yeah. You can always do stuff with what you can afford, mm. especially if you're bulk, if you're if the basis of your diet is bulk foods like staple foods, mm. stuff that people have been eating for centuries, like mm. your your lentils, your quinoa, your beans, yeah. your ramp, like stuff that the Mayans are eating, stuff that is like grains that yeah. are grown in bulk. So historically, those type of products are yeah. like proven. Yeah, they're like cheap, like, they're yeah. nutrient balanced, and you know some of the strongest people, if you look through history, mm. who were part of the army and stuff, mm. these guys had to eat 
like with a porpoise eat in some mm. in some regards, like these grains that are easily cultivated, but on the land, mm. these foods are the most nutrient dense. Oh, for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was reading, um, I think, somewhere in one of your bios, I'm not sure how old this bio was, mm. was that um, after you finished uni, you, you were offered a graduate job, which you turned down to start off your first tech company. Can you tell me about that company? I know you didn't go according to plan, according to this bio. Yeah. What, what that was, was that? Could have been a millionaire by now, bro. Oh, for real? What was it? <laughs> Should um, I stop to it, man? Do you know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So when I came out of uni, I, I knew I wanted to start a business, man. Mm. I knew I wanted to start a business. And I, I always felt that's where my heart mm. was. And I had to battle with the fact of, am I going to take this grad scheme, which mm. made sense. Mm. And it's something I even think about now. Like It made sense. Like 30K starting, mm. uh, after two years, it's going to go up. I'll get mm. all my experience, all of that stuff. Or I thought to myself, the other side of that coin is, I would love to do something where over the course of my lifetime, it can outlive me in a sense where mm. I can be a facilitator to create something that benefits the wider, wider, yeah. whether that's a business or, you know, I was like, right, cool. In my head, it's what I said to myself. Like, I'm going to sacrifice about eight years, mm. eight to ten years, and to see what happens. Yeah. You know, very, very risky stuff. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's hella risky, but I think it's more fulfilling in the long run than, yeah, than doing I hope something so. that it's just a case of you turning up to pay the bills for. Yeah. You know, Do you know what? It, it depends what your lifestyle is, so... Mm. Something I never really discussed before, but when I was younger, I wasn't... It's like the people around me, we had mm. money. Mm. And I wouldn't say money like like rich money. Mm. We had money relative to the people around yeah. us. So like when I was like 17, mm. when I was wearing that design of clothes, mm. things that in hindsight, it's not to even glorify because yeah. I should have been investing that money. Yeah, I was wasting money on jewelry and clothes. Mm. So the point I'm trying to make is the perception of me growing up mm. was like one of those guys. Mm. So for me to actually forego actually making money mm. to say, I, I'm going to strip life to a bare minimum. Mm. I'm going to live very minimalistic. Mm. Like there's a whole other mental side that comes with that. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. If I paste my personality on those things, mm. so I, I placed what makes me me on the car I drove, mm. on clothes I wore yeah. how would that journey affect me do you get what I mean yeah, so these are stuff I have to think about but anyway quite long story short at uni the first thing I started was a, was a juicing company it's okay. called Dungo Juice Sick. yeah if, you, if anyone who followed me for about I don't know a couple of years will see the yeah. whole Dungo Juice journey so I was doing juicing up and down the country I was what sort of juices were you doing like fresh juices oh, I, I was always yeah. into health so yeah. initially I changed my lifestyle I wasn't a talker I'm not mm. a very I'm all right now. Yeah. But back in the day, I wasn't a good talker. <laughs> but welcome quite, to the club, man. You yeah, know, I'm hosting mean, a podcast now. Yeah, the greatest talker, this, yeah. this is teaching us how yeah. to speak. You know mm. what I mean? How to be more articulate and stuff. I'm still working on that. Mm. But I was more. Of, I was always a doer. So mm. instead of me saying, "Hey, you know what? This is good for you," you know, mm. I'd be like, "Hey, try this." Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah. "It's alright." Yeah. yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, right, "Cool. How can mm. I do that in reality?" So the first thing I started was Dunga Juice. Mm. Started off at an event we did at uni called Lake Wave. Then I did Carnival. I did. Yeah, different festivals. Yeah. And I also did like a Dungo book, Dungo book launch event. That was October 2013. Mm. When I was like, cool, I'm going to start this properly, YouTube everything. Mm. And at that event, up until that event, I was also doing weight loss coaching. So mm. for me, I've always been interested in further learning. Mm. So the first qualification I got out of uni was like a weight loss diet diploma something, something yeah. like that yeah something yeah. I don't really speak probably no one even knows yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean but something you've done on the side though were yes. you planning to take it somewhere I, I just mm. 
I wanted to understand the body. That's yeah. really it. I just wanted to yeah. learn. I think I did it in like, yeah. I did a six month course in about yeah. a week. Mm. It's like, ah, cool. I want to understand the body more. Mm. And because I was always into weight loss because mm. I'm always, I'm naturally chubby. Mm. Like I lost weight. Oh, for real? A couple of times, you yeah. know. And I think I get... Weight loss is like the back of my hand for me. I yeah. can make anyone lose weight. Yeah. Do you know what How I mean? How about putting on weight? I'm trying to get hench out here. Bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can help you too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the point I'm trying to say is that like, right, after doing the coaching for mm. a while, I ended up putting on this event where at the event I had some people that I have mm. coached who happened to be on each table. Oh. And I realized how the conversation centered around them and my journey with them. Mm. So I was like, you know, these guys are kind of like, they're coaching the table, mm. you know, they're providing energy to a group of people. And then it struck me that I can provide a service online mm. that facilitates those kind of combos. Yeah. So I have like coaches, personal trainers, mm. and them being able to have conversations and help people through mm. an online platform. See. And that was the idea of something called Dongle, which yeah. is dong, com. Do not give up. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I initially saw that, I thought maybe that might be a part of your name that you've taken out. Yeah. Like, nah. I didn't know there was an acronym to it. Do you know why? Because so. you know yeah. in my head, I, I didn't really get mm. startup land. So mm. I wanted to build an all singing or all dancing platform. Mm. I'm talking, it had social features, literally. Mm. You could add friends. No, it actually, I actually built this, by the way. It oh, had social real? features. Yeah. You could add friends. You can like FaceTime each other mm. before FaceTime through the computer. Mm. So you can be in Japan. As a, as a coach training someone, someone in else, America yeah. through the, the website, yeah. you know. But because it was called yeah. dungobook.com initially, like taken from my YouTube channel name, yeah. I realised there's no platform with book in the name that exists because mm. Facebook will, will, will sue them. They'll yeah. send them a cease and desist letter. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't want to battle with Facebook. You I don't want to battle with Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, right, cool, I'm just going to buy another platform. Mm. And then luckily I was able to buy dongo.com Oh, I was okay. bare gassed. I think I spent like six bills on, a, on yeah. the domain name. Bear in mind, like... Oh, you have to buy it off someone else? Yeah, I have to buy oh, it. Oh, them ones, yeah. I'm going to yeah. sell it. When I'm ready to sell that, I'm going to sell that for at least five Gs. Yeah, easy. Because yeah. it's a five-letter domain name with two vowels in it. I'm mm. waiting for that to... to mm. Someone to give me a right offer. Anybody <laughs> want dongo.com? <laughs> someone might be watching it. I might be wanting it. You know what I mean? Well. Yeah. And then, basically, automate, what happened was I pivoted the platform to mm. actually focus on employees. Oh, okay. So I started targeting HR departments. I actually started getting some traction. So mm. I had about 46 personal trainers, getting up to about 300 users, give oh, or sick. take. How then, long into setting up did you start getting these numbers? Like, it's a long journey, man. I yeah. would say like two, over a year. Mm. So the first platform that I built, um, I spent three and a half K on it. Mm. It turned out to be rubbish. Mm. I hired some guys in India. Then I actually yeah. built another platform with some other guys in India, which yeah. came recommended this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I spent like 15 Gs on it, man. It was Serious. Crazy money. Yeah. Like all, all my savings went into that, that mm. project. Uh, so I spent like 15 Gs on that. And then what I did find after speaking to my consumers was, which I should have done all along, which, mm. like if you're building a tech platform, speak to, the consumers speak to your consumers. Yeah. Don't be shy about yeah. the feedback because that's where the, the mm. gold is. So when I finally sent the email around, say, look, um, what do you guys really think of this? Essentially, the feedback was the steps to actually complete an action were too long. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to speak to your personal trainer, so I had something called food logs and workout oh, yeah. logs. So you think of my fitness pal before yeah. they blow up. So my fitness pal, but the people who can see what you're logging mm-hmm. is personal trainers. Okay, I so they can yeah, see yeah. what your your yeah. food, your, your, they can see your workouts and comment on it day to day. Oh, so it's not like an AI system. That is real people. The people behind it is real okay. people, yeah. and. I was re uh, 
I'm just saying this because I was a bit gassed by that. Mm. At the time, I thought I was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so I was redoing the personal trainer model where instead of you charging one hour, one part one, let's say whatever your fees yeah. is per hour, you split that over the course of a week. So if uh, you charge fifty pound an hour, it's fifty pound for a week where you give one hour of your time to someone. Oh, I see. So yeah. twenty minutes for your live video. Yeah. Then twenty, then forty minutes of checking your logs throughout the week. Ah, oh, keep going, John. Ah, yeah. cut down on your on your sardines or whatever it may be. That, that, that's that's under the assumption that they are logging in every single time. Exactly, yeah, but that's yeah. too many steps to do that. Mm. Got to go on your phone, dongle.com, log yeah. in, go to this. Too many steps. Yeah, they were like, "Ah, oh, we better as an application." Yeah, I was like. <laughs> that must have hurt you know my yeah. thing is at the time I, w- I never get pissed about it you just yeah. keep moving but did that money like involve um, them redoing it like what do you mean the, the developers yeah they, the new platform I built them again was re- we, the, the platform I built the second time mm. was all done from scratch oh, the designs yeah. were the same but the actual code and stuff was done from scratch yeah so this time around I'm like nah I'm not spending a penny I'm gonna hire uh CTO and a lead developer with sweat yeah. equity because it's a proven concept mm. so I just need someone else to believe in the vision yeah. and what I did at that point I was like the first guy who said yeah I'm down brother I'm going to mm. help you I was like you're hired yeah. <laughs> but what happened was it just yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good it wasn't mm. a good turnout on my fault I did, my fault is I didn't see what was going on in mm. a sense where I didn't see how yeah, slow yeah. the progress really was mm. so after like a year there was actually no progress, really, mm. with the actual building. It was mm. a platform that didn't really work. Or was you making money during this time? Were there clients money? that were actively paying you money? or nothing? No, I shut down the whole platform. Yeah. So what, what I did at this point, instead of me... I shut down the platform mm. whilst the app was getting built. But mm. what I did, I created some landing pages and I was pitching to companies oh, whilst the landing pages was up. So yeah. I had like letters of intent from companies saying, uh. look, I want to buy into this product. Boom, boom. When you do this, I, right, yo. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So I had a demand for a product that wasn't built yet. Damn. But over the course of a year, and then after a year, there was literally no progress. It was still, it was mm. still garbage, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, man, I, I've lost the love for it. And guys who started after me have sold their companies. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's a guy called, I can't remember the company name, but they've done well. They got yeah. bought by, they got bought by, what's this fitness? Weight, weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. They got bought oh, so they had similar watchers. products. Similar into product. the game. They had yeah. one element of mine, which mm. was like, you can take pictures. So my mm. food log was pictures. Mm. You take pictures in the personal trainer comments. Oh, so okay. they focused just on that. So they had coaches looking at the uh, actual foods you upload. Think I of see. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Where the comments is coaches. Yeah. And they sold dope, dope idea, the execution, flawless, mm. design, everything. Mm. So I guess the point I'm trying to say is I had to just shut it down and realized, looked at my account. Yeah, man, I, I am broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's broke. Bro. And it's broke. It's broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm broke. It's so you're itching every morning thinking, bro. I look at yeah. that account like, nah, this is, something's got to change. Yeah. But luckily, throughout the journey, people saw what I was doing. I was mm. very visible. Mm. You know, it's got its pros and cons. Mm. I was very visible with what I was doing. So people asked me, oh, how'd you get your design? Mm. How'd you get a website? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? Mm. And then I pretty much saw an opportunity to make a side income uh. at the time by connecting these people with you know designers that I've met throughout yeah. the journey and that side income basically turned to my business now which is a company called StarTech oh sick StarTech where yeah. we were a design agency mm. and then we work with startups SMEs mainly companies that target you know the generation Z generation mm. Y that tech for is that consultancy or are you offering packages we actually yeah we do packages yeah, so we packages. actually help we do consult but we actually help 
bring the ideas to reality. It's like oh, we call sick. it purposeful design. Yeah. So that's that whole journey basically, yeah. and that's what I do now. It's, it's actually amazing what you're saying because when it comes down to like entrepreneurship and like being an entrepreneur, that's what it's about. Sometimes you might have this vision that this is the business you want to do, but yeah, it's actually yeah. going to take you a completely different direction. Mate, you don't yeah. know. And that's as long why as you have I, that willpower and that ability to keep going. To keep going. Yeah. That's why I never tell anyone that idea is terrible. Hundred percent. I just tell you, you not know, try it because mm. that terrible idea could open the door and say, "Yo, yeah. this is what it's supposed to be." What it's you supposed know? to be, yeah. Because I hear some terrible ideas. Like, <laughs> you like, keep try going, it, bro. Try yeah. it, and you might learn something and pivot. Yeah. But know? yeah, but then feedback is also good. Like, obviously, if you see something that's like dead, because people throw ideas at me all the yeah. time, and like, what, what I tend to do is I always give them that positive information. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Going, don't tell bro. them it's terrible, but you, you give them something. You to, give them something. Yeah, to give them something pushing. to think about. You know, mm. what I'll do. I think about boom. Mm. I, I'll actually talk to my customer because yeah. for me like I'm not your customer certain things you do I'm not your customer mm. you know like my, my, a good friend of mine he's a musician he makes mm. like R&B music mm. he says me music I give my opinion mm. but at the end of the day you're not his customer yeah. I don't listen to R&B yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I mean? so, what are you listening to at the moment <laughs> well, I listen to you uh, I, don't, I don't listen to music much apart mm. from I'm in the gym but if I'm in the gym it's got some UK music man yeah definitely some yeah. real yeah. you know Really stuff, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't be Jimmy stuff. I like, yeah. like, there's some. I think the whole state of UK scene right now just is, it's, yeah. it's a dream. Yeah. Because I've been on UK music from like 2005. Oh yeah, I've been on this. Since Not Graham. Yeah. Graham was cool, but I'm mm. talking rap, like mm. PDCs. Oh yeah. Their old school SMS gigs. Yeah, all, all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So seeing it now is actually. Wow! Yeah, hundred percent. So I listen to a lot of that stuff. Oh, see, you know, D Block well, Europe and stuff like that. This yeah, the new track is, is yeah. No, I mean N- new <laughs> or oh, home is it called? Yeah, home um, cats. Yeah, home cats. <laughs> Lions. Home pets and that. <laughs> home pets. Yeah, those that don't know in the. I like I like that because they pushing the boat the boat out in the mm. sense of what's cool and what's not. Yeah, do you know and what's taboo and what's not? I remember yeah. the, I remember when it first came out with. Like the whole talk about like cats and stuff, yeah. And everyone's like, "Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah. But then they pushed it so much. It's like, okay, now I'm kind of expecting it from them. Yeah, I get it. I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm comfortable yeah. seeing along with it. It's cool. It's like, just like it's, you know what I mean. You're it's pushing it out, and that's how your industry grows. Because mm, in America, they be they talk some stuff. Oh yeah, yeah they talk some madness. <laughs> they talk yeah, some real yeah. detailed stuff, and it's like, yo, kids, close your ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's, it's the thing because we we always in. I think humans as a whole, we always reward bravery. We reward yeah, people first, that step out of the first to do something, first yeah. to do something, regardless of how how radical it is mm. or how controversial it is. When yeah. you step out and do something, it was like, "Right, oh, okay, yeah. it can be done." Or I was possibly thinking that, that but I, was but I wasn't scared, brave enough you know to do it. You, you know what I mean? Off the door. Yeah. Now let me try to do something different. It's yeah. Just, no, definitely. Like, we always reward bravery. But um, so as we were talking about, obviously the music that keeps you motivated. What yeah. else motivates you in terms of like your your business and your 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 health? Um, transition the journey like what are some of your motivations because you seem like someone who's done quite a lot in terms of like business and personal development and change like what keeps you triggered and motivated it's a tough like, one. what's your why um, do you know what I mean because that's the magical question now isn't it? everyone's wondering what their why is I like my, why my, do they want to do why, what I have like a why basis mm. right and I also have a why that maybe changes yeah. I feel like everyone's got size to them yeah, you know like sometimes I have a side that literally just wants to ball out mm. buy jewellery and mm. do like this in a club yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't indulge a side but I do have it yeah, you know I get I mean? it, yeah. and that why could be out yeah. of court I want to actually make a, a ton of money mm. but to be fair like my why is you know I just want to I just want to be great man I just want to mm. do great things mm. I want to leave like a legacy I, I want to have an impact mm. 
some respect. I just want to do things that are bigger than me and I feel like I've always been like that. Mm. You know, take care of my people, take care of my family. Mm. Um, that's, that's, that's my why. I really... Do you know, I feel like sometimes through history, those who've done the most for people, mm. they never really get recognised, man, until yeah. years after. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, you know, mm. some people died poor and they died on recognized most of our great leaders did yeah most of the people that we talk the about impacts, like historically yeah. later live on and they mm. got start getting speaking up spoken about mm. and then that's when people really understood the greatness of what they were doing mm. and I, I do find that interesting because the book i'm reading listening to on the way here it spoke i was reading listening to outwitting the devil mm. you heard, a, heard of it book? outwitting the devil no i've heard of it but i haven't read it it's, no. it's by napoleon hill the same guy i think oh yeah napoleon hill, yeah i'm only on the first chapter mm. And when Dale Carnegie, I think mm. is or Andrew Carnegie, gave him the mission to research great leaders of the world and mm. research them, write a book about it, he said it will take you about 20 years, right? You might not even see the benefits for 20 years, mm. but this is something that can actually give you rewards for mm. 100 years after you passed. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like it, it can give you rewards for 100 years after you passed. Mm. And it's pretty much been like that. Yeah, 100%. But, that thought of 100 years in the future is a crazy thought for me. Yeah, because you want to be here to enjoy it. You're, yeah, you want to yeah. ball out and enjoy I, your hard work now. I, mean, I want them to give me the roses while I'm here, bruv. Yeah, no, I But I, I do find that fact interesting mm. and it's stuff that I consider in sense where, you know, what well, we are getting older mm. and the things that we do, do have, you know, they do have an impact, a mm. ripple in this world and what do we want that to be or what do I want that to be? 100%. And that's yeah. why, you know, I think about it a lot. Mm. And it, it does keep me going yeah. because I do want to start off whatever I finish. Mm. And that's a weird obsession of mine. It's like, mm. I could have quit at that point, got yeah. a job yeah. or whatever it may be, but I just feel like I've started something, I need to finish it. And mm. that's one of my whys. Yeah, no, that's that's impressive, man. I think um, what one of the one of the conversations I've been hearing a lot in regards to like um, people that are doing stuff, people that are trying to be like inspirational and stuff, is wanting to be on the right side of history. Yeah, so that's like, that's like one that. of the sayings that's coming out now a lot in the especially in the intellectual world. It's like yeah. whatever you're doing later on down the line, are you going to be on the right side or the wrong side of history? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. You you might be under the assumption that what you're doing right now is great because you're living a particular type of lifestyle, mm. but then the influence on the people that is going to have along the along the line mm. is it going to be good or oh, bad yeah, yeah. it's like technology now for instance like social media we don't know if it's on the right or the wrong, wrong side yeah. of history we really don't time will tell man. time will tell the moment yeah. we're enjoying it but and we, we're starting to see some of the symptoms of it like depression yeah. suicide and in particularly yeah. women is having like a major effect on them yeah. like body this dis, body it's issues more, and, yeah yeah so like late in like 100 years time are we gonna hear like there's gonna be like this mass exodus of people coming out of social media because of the effects having on our lives yeah. or is it gonna be the revolution that changes us for the better we yeah. don't know so it's considering what side of history you, you want it to be on yeah. yeah definitely That's and that, that played a part in like the direction I took with the podcast as well because mm. I'm like okay what am I trying to leave behind? Like I've gone through a lot of experiences. I've learned a lot of things. There's a yeah. lot of great people to learn from yeah. and to and to listen to and to have conversations mm. with. Like what type of people am I trying to bring around me and mm. what type of content am I trying to put out there? So my thing is like, what side, what part of history do I want to be, be on yeah. in the long run? Even though I do want to enjoy the part that I'm alive It's in. a bit weird, isn't it? It's, it's that weird. balance, bro. It is I want to get lit too, bro. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely, I'm definitely with you because, mm. because yeah, that, balance yeah. is key but sometimes I feel like you know having an impact on one person mm. like let me backtrack 
when I was when I got rid of all the design and stuff mm. like that, don't get me wrong, I still have a few, mm. but not nowhere near enough. Nowhere mm. near what I used to have. It, oh, yeah. it was actually ridiculous. <laughs> but when I stopped wearing it and I started being it, mm. in a sense where like instead of me putting it on me, mm. I would eat it. Yeah. Like I'm eating good food, I'm feeling amazing. Yeah. But the actual feeling amazing, you can't see that. Yeah, I do you get, get what I mean? You can't yeah. be like, "Yo, guys, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say that now, but yeah. you, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, like, even with the podcast, like, you are impacting somebody right now, mm. right? You might not be able to see that, or it might just be a, a one. You mm. know, like the view, it might just be one. Mm. So, like, it's nothing to stunt about, mm. but the person on the receiving end is huge for. Yeah, most definitely. Did you get what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that. That. That balance, like yeah. what we're speaking about before with like the metrics and stuff, it's just like mm. getting it's, that balance right, man. It's, it's, it's interesting you said that about like when we put on the Gucci, it's like you're 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 impressing that the out the yeah, outtakes. They, they, they can see the Gucci. Yeah, they can see the Gucci, but at the end of the day, like when you come to the realization that you're not actually doing it for yourself, as in the health because yeah. wearing the Gucci and not being healthy, it's fine. It's fine wearing luxury stuff. Is absolutely yeah, fine. Wrong with that. If you're yeah. gonna afford it, if it's your lifestyle, if it's you, if you like it, you've got the money to buy it. Cool. But then it's different knowing that you're doing something for yourself internally, which yeah. is better for it's, you. It's, as it's weird because it's such a you weird can't place. See to the, be. You can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see the internal. You can't walk up to someone and say, "Yo, you are Gucci." It's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? You're, yeah, you're, yeah, woof. yeah. Whereas you can see Gucci. Mm. And I remember like, when I was younger, I was never into large labels. Mm. So even in my old pictures, you won't really see nothing too flash. Mm. But some people are, and then you gotta mm. start thinking, all right, cool. Are you wearing it mm. because of the large label? Or are you wearing it because yeah. you like it? And you like, you like it because yeah. you can see it? Yeah. If there was no sign on it, would you still rock it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just, it, yeah. It's strange because a lot of that obviously is to impress other people. Do you know what I mean? And we tell uh, ourselves it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it is because or else you wouldn't wear it. What's this book I, mean? I, I finished yesterday? It was called um, Start With The Why. Mm. And essentially, uh, Start With Why is the name of the book. I can't remember the guy's name. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of audio books, by the way. Yeah. That's why I, I quote these things at random. What he said was like, we make a lot of emotional decisions mm. and then we use logic to rationalize it. Yeah. So the emo- the emotional feeling of like buying certain things, mm. or the attachment to brands and that being aligned with the lifestyle or mm. how we want to be portrayed, the rationale behind it, we use logic to try and mm. define the feeling. Define so we it, might yeah. say, I wear it, it looks good. Mm. Do you know? But mate, when I was in school, yeah. the trainers, I bought some trainers recently, yeah. Right. Kids were wearing that in school and they were called high tech. Yeah, yeah, I remember high tech. So. <laughs> you know, yeah. I used to get part of the primary yeah, school for wearing yeah. high tech. <laughs> but people yeah. wear high tech now yeah. with design labels in it. Yeah, 100%. And you know what I mean? Even I fall into the trap of buying one. Mm. I, I, it's weird, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the whole sense of self, we rationalize it because, oh, you know, this is more comfy. Mm. But there's a lot of emotional. Yeah, you know. Do you, do you know what? One thing I realized, well, particularly with myself, I've never really been into major, major brands. Like, mm. I like nice stuff. I like, mm. you know, what I mean, a, a nice designer and certain brands and stuff. Mm. But I think what I done to counteract that is like I created a character mm. around myself, which enabled me to roll comfortably without having to show what I've got. Do you mm. see what I mean? Mm. So it's like I can wear whatever I want. I can wear a pair of shorts, a two-pound t-shirt from mm. Primark. And I'll carry myself so confidently that yeah. people believe in whatever it yeah, is facts. I, I'm, I'm doing well, you because could be, you could be I, 
you know what I mean? And, and, and at the end of the day, as I got older as well, and I started achieving certain things or I started experiencing certain like successes in businesses and, and, and other things, people that knew about it, they kind of like accepted and re- respected me regardless of what I was what wearing was on the outer exterior. Yeah. So I could roll around in like the worst car or the worst tracksuit. That whatever. is real living though. Nonetheless, because people, yeah, people, people know that you're actively actually doing something constructive with your life, they mm. don't judge you based on what you're wearing on the outer exterior. Because like, okay, I know he's about his business. I know he's about his work. I know what he's about. So I, he doesn't have to show us. That, do you know what I mean? That level of confidence is deeper than mm. anything else yeah, because it all comes from within mm. I had to like I, I, I've always thought even when mm. I was going through this phase right of literally wasting my money mm-hmm. I've always thought that regardless of what I wear because mm. don't get me wrong the stuff I wore is only why I'm going out if you see me in my area mm. you think nah this guy's this guy's this guy's I should, yeah. give, I should give him a pound. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But struggles my, my confidence doesn't come from all of this stuff. Mm, 100%. You know? It doesn't come from all of that stuff. And that is why some of the stuff that you've accomplished mm. is deeper mm. because you didn't need the extravagancies or the extras. Yeah. Don't get me, it, it, it could help maybe because mm. life is all a game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it depends what game you're playing as it, well. Precisely. Yeah. You know, mm. But life is a game, but that level of confidence, that's, that's real depth because mm. You know, life is not. It might as some of stuff. Some of the stuff I think to myself. Nothing's guaranteed. Mm. In a week's time, we could lose it all. Hundred percent. You yeah. know, we can go back to minus. Like a lot mm. of great people who've made history, money wise, mm. they've lost L's. Like, oh yeah, got definitely. To minus hundred thousand. That, that's the, where the best lessons come from. But imagine yeah. being minus hundred. Right? I couldn't even imagine that. How, how would I walk yeah. up and say, "Yo, bro, how you did?" Do <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But that's yeah. where the real confidence yeah. or the other self, as they call it, comes from. Mm. You know, real. It's real. It's inerched in you as opposed to the physical attributes and. Yeah. Some of us mask pain or we mask certain flaws in our character Definitely. with certain things. You yeah. know, even though it's nice to have, I just find some of the psychology behind a lot of our actions mm. interesting. Because I've lived it. Definitely it. Is. I'm talking yeah. strictly from my own personal yeah. point of view, you know? And I think it, I think one thing that particularly helped me is that, um, I mean, I, I, when I was reading, when I first started off like reading and researching and stuff, a lot of the people that I follow in terms of like inspirational people I found, they all played a long game and they all talked about like the importance of like delayed gratification. That's a hard thing to understand. It, it's hard and it's hard I'm still to still trying to learn it now, bro. No, delayed gratification yeah. is real because I mean, sometimes you might be the assumption that, okay, I'm going to ball out for these two years and yeah. it's going to feel good and great. Yeah. But then afterwards, you're going to be broke for the next 10 years. Yeah. Or you're going to be struggling for the next 10, 10 years. years. But then if you put in the grind and the hard work for the next two years, you're yeah. going to be chilling for the next There's, 10 to 15, 20 years. Yeah. You see what I mean? But it's hard when everything around us it's is, is so forcing us well. and perpetuating this whole idea that we need yeah. to be shining and flashing. Especially on social media, man. Social it's, media, it's, it, it, you know... I realized that, you know, if you want to pop up on socials, mm. you've got to do the image thing mm. to some extent. You mm. need to, if you're a guy, by the way, woman, mm. you can, you, you can show. Mm. If you, you've got image thing. I, when I say image thing, I don't necessarily mean mm. brands, but end of the day, social media is a visual platform. Mm. So you need to be giving people visually appealing stuff mm. and what people aspire to see and what how people aspire to have. Mm. And those, that is some That's extent. True. That's very what true. What we aspire to have. The majority yeah. of people, we think different because maybe we've seen the other side or we understand that the mm. long game is real. And like, 
time is such an interesting thing because mm. 10 years sounds long. Like, it sounds long, yeah. But I remember 2009. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like it's yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my 30s now and I remember when I was yeah, like in your 90s. 30s, man. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a little 25 ish. <laughs> <Yeah. and that. laughs> younger than me, bro. Nah, okay, no, okay, okay. It, I remember like having a mad conversation with one of my boys. I was like, oh, do you know what? When we hit 30, we're going to do this, this, that, and we're going to be here. And we're like, oh, now nah, that's far away. That's you know? quite. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's square. And up there. was like, what? Are you fair? You're old. You're man. old. But I'm thinking, Ray, I'm, I'm, I, like, I've never felt as sharp as I ever had in my life. Like, yeah, in terms thanks. of all the lessons I've learned in life yeah. now, it's all coming, it's all making sense now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm able to put it together. I feel stronger now. I feel more confident about yeah. myself. Like, five years ago, I couldn't be sitting here having a podcast. Yeah. I feel nervous about the whole situation. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start having a conversation with random. Do you know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I get you. And, and, and I get it now. I'm like, the long game isn't really that long. Do yeah. you know what I mean? If you make the right decisions now, mm. what you're going to reap from it later on is going to be incredible. Because now I'm Thanks. thinking, oh, when I hit 40, I'm going to be doing this and this and that. But now I'm able to think long game mm. and make the right investments and right movements to put myself in a better position. Is there like so, a trade-off for you though? Is there something that you feel like you're foregoing? Um, no, do you know why? Because when I was young, I lived. Like, not even when I was young, like, but I've lived throughout. Like, mm. so as, still as, enjoy the process. Yeah, I've enjoyed the process. Do you know what I mean? And I've accepted and embraced the process. And I've made mistakes. I've spent money on things I shouldn't have spent when I was younger, but mm. I appreciate them. Now, I don't regret it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've taken some major L's, but I'm thinking, no, do you know what? I've, I've enjoyed this process. Story. It'll you know be mean? a good book. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And the thing is, I think one of the things that helped me is like I traveled a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, growing up, me and my boys, we had a circle of us. There was about five or six of us. Like, we went to a lot of countries, near enough 30. Right. So it's like we've experienced a lot. We've gone through a lot. So that gave me the, the enjoyment, as per se, that yeah. I needed. Do you know what I mean? In yeah, order for me to, to realize that. Yeah, I get yeah you. I and get to you get out of my system yeah. and to learn from it and to grow from it as yeah. well. So. Yeah, but then there are stuff here that like luxuries, luxuries at a young age that I've definitely forego. Like yeah. I'm not into the whole idea of buying big cars because I understand I understand the process of leasing and higher purchase. Yeah. So I've always kind of veered away from that. That's one of the things I'm thinking. Okay, maybe I should have enjoyed some madness in my yeah. mid mid twenties, and I did in the early twenties, yeah. my early twenties, but like mid late twenties, like there's a few things that I could have done, but. Now, when I think about it, on a financial point of view and an investment point of view, I'm like, sense, it? It, do you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't. It one, really of my, doesn't. one of my uncles, yeah, um, he's he's a G, bro, yeah. knowledge-wise. But he's he's got property literally all over the world. Yeah. Mm. And I just always know, at one time I was with him and I realised, bro, this guy never doesn't have a nice car. He has a car yeah. in every one of his houses. Yeah. But he doesn't have a nice car. Yeah. I was like, uncle, like, why are you not into cars? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know... Cars have never really made sense to me. Mm. I'm, I mean, he's into property. I'm into property. Like, I like things that make me money. Mm. If I really wanted a nice car, I would rent one for the weekend. 100%. Just to get out of my system. Yeah. But I've never felt the need to. Yeah. And I've just found that, I've just found it interesting. He understands the point of asset and liability, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know I mean? That's the biggest, that's the first lesson you learn in business. Like, what's an asset? Is something bringing you money? Yeah. What's a liability? Is it taking I mean, money I, I learned that. I, I read the Robert, Robert Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich I still bought the car. <laughs> I guess it's, you still want to live in it. Do you know bro, what I mean? You that still want to live that was, yeah. You see the thing about, you know, mm. and some people will listen to this and, and take something from it. Mm. The thing about a car, right, especially when you're young, mm. that you don't realise, is you think you buy the car, maybe you get the insurance mm. and that's the game done. Yeah. But there's some for some mm. particular reason, when you're young mm. and you buy a nice car, you're like a magnet. Yeah. So whether it's for parking tickets, mm -hmm. you know, because, yeah. you know, it's only two minutes, I'm going to run into the shop yeah. quickly. So, 
You know, I once paid sixty pound for a Ribena. I know how that feels like. <laughs> you know, you, that Ribena, you gotta drink it slow. Yeah, I'm like, I got, a, I got a ticket for this Ribena. Nah, yeah, nah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, but then, okay, servicing all of that stuff, mm. and there's a lot of like liabilities that come from cash down. Mm. You know, like listening to music, it will make you feel like an idiot for, for I don't know, lease option mm. or for you know, paying monthly for a car, mm. but. It's something I had to realise later on. Like, look, if, I, if I'm paying £200 a month, instead of me putting, I don't know, 15 Gs mm. down, I could actually put that 15 Gs in, I don't, into nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. That, mm. that 15 Gs might even make mm. me a thousand or something pound. Mm. You know, um, that's a win or that could even cover extra costs for the, mm. you know what I mean? I could actually pay yeah. the interest through that way. 100%. And then there's so many other ways in order to, to play the car game where you don't lose money mm. as to what is told to you. Yeah. And I think cars young, depending on your mindset, is mm. where your finances get messed up from 100%. very young age. Yeah, your credit, like Mate. missing out on payments. And so well, I mean one of my boys is he's actually he's actually family, but he had a really inspirational story in the last like eighteen months. So he, he was driving a mad car, I think it was like a he's probably gonna come on this podcast soon and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna chop it down. But um he was driving like a CLS and um he was like like living in a, in a yard in Hackney, like paying mad, you know, it's expensive yeah. renting out there. And um, his outgoings was ridiculous, but nonetheless, he was he was he was living good on on the outside. Yeah, visually. And um, we we had many conversations about, and I, I just bought my first place, and we were having many conversations about properties and stuff. And he, he something hit him, and it was humility, and he was like, you know what. I'm gonna I'm gonna be humble about my life and my situation in order to better myself. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna try and cut back on so many things. And I've got this goal of purchasing a house within the next eighteen months. Mm. So what he done is he let go of the car. Um, he jumped on a bike like motorbike. That guy's a G. Bro. He's a G. No, trust <laughs> He's me. And then the second thing he done was to move back to his okay. mom's house straight away. And yeah. you gotta imagine this: is someone who's about to hit his thirties. Yeah? yeah. So to do that in the eyes of the world, yeah, requires a lot of courage. Okay, yeah. Because you gotta meet people are looking. Building. People are looking building. like yo, like oh yo, you're driving the most flashiest yeah. car, living in a in a house in banging in the middle of Hackney Central. And there's always the friends that want to make a comment like that. Do you know what I mean? What come from my man? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, what, is he going through something? Yeah. But that move was so humbling, and within eighteen months, yeah. He's one of the nicest yards yeah, I've seen in a while like his garden is out of this world he's yeah, got like he's, a three bedroom he's, he's property a legend, bro. and trust me it, it hit me as well I was like no do you know this is the type of humility we need in order for us to Facts. really build and de- properly develop Facts. you know what I mean because sometimes like we look like we're living on the, on the outer yeah, but it's not, it's not that it's not living humility right? is an is, is a interesting thing you know mm. a lot of these things I still I still feel like I'm learning mm. you know like obviously life is a, is a long process and I've always thought about money sometimes and how humility can bring in money mm. so I know guys who say they ain't got a job mm. and I always think about it like people can make money from a lot of different things mm. there's right now a guy in my area him and his friend both have rangers two mm. rangers they think it's car wash mm. they have car washes they start yeah. off with one and they just grew it oh, for real. But I was like, do you know how much humility you need to start a car wash? Car wash, 100%. Especially in our community. Yeah. Because like, to us, business, I mean, let's be real, in the, in the black community, business means something flashy. Yeah, it's cool. You know I mean? It's cool, it's flashy. You know I, mean? uh, it's I, was, I, I, like, I remember in, when I was doing my juicing, mm. there was actually a, a point where I had to think to myself, no one ever thought this but myself mm. in my head. 
like, raw, like, is this moist? <laughs> I'm being dead real. No, no, I get it. I get it. I had my yeah. apron. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. were like, oh my, these poor, you're doing so well. But yeah. I had to think about it. Yeah. Judging by whatever stupid standards I'm setting up on myself. Yeah. But, you know, the lack of, you. I mean, like, being more humble within mm. yourself allows you to start from scratch. Mm, and nobody wants to start from scratch. Yeah. In, from what I've seen, it's harder yeah. to, to, what your guy done, that's why I rate it so much, mm. he's, he's done. Nah, 100, Say, I mean, like, I'm going to a bike? <laughs> a bike? Trust me. <laughs> from, a, from a ghost white seal? Well, it's, it's real. The, well, I mean, one of the best quotes I heard about humility is like, humility stoops to conquer. And I've never forgotten this quote. I've, I mean, I heard about I, I 10 years ago. Book. That's a lit one still. Like, trust me, humility stoops to conquer. Like, in order to really conquer, you got to really go low down deep. Like, yeah. growing up, one of, the, one of the most well-to-do families around me was one Asian family. And um, they, they, they used to supply meat to a lot of like the markets and, and shops and stuff. And um, the, the dad who owned the company, I've never seen this guy clean. I've never seen him in nice clothes. All, whenever I see him, he was at the back of a van wearing the white apron full of blood. Do you know what I mean? Like from dropping meat. I know you're a vegan and you don't want to talk about meat too tough. cool, man. So Literally, he was like yeah. covered in blood, like yeah. driving from A to B. But this was, a, this was a dad who bought his son a Bentley just to go uni. Do you know what I mean? So when you see him on a day to day, you might be thinking, oh, this guy's dirty, but, he's yeah. a tramp, but that's yeah. that's his humility in what he's doing. Because he yeah. knows that he's building something. Something that's bigger than, than that, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I know, I know a guy, yeah, um, when I was mandolin with like their service accommodation mm. stuff, as I told you about, a guy introduced me to a landlord, right? This guy has 300 properties mm. between him and his sister, I believe. Mm. If you looked at him on the street, you'd be like, nah, fam. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you know what I mean? There's no way in yeah. hell you can guess that. Yeah. 300 properties. Mad. You know, his portfolio is in... Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating with 300 million, 300, but it's definitely over 100. 100, wow. But yeah, he walks, mm. it, everything he does is very... Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't expect yeah. it, do you know what I mean? No. But I just find that interesting because at the end of the day, he knows what it's about. Mm, definitely, definitely. You know? and, and the focus should be on, on the work. If yeah. That's, if that's what you're inclined to do, you're inclined to build something, then that's... That's what's important. Yeah. What, 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 does, what does health and well-being mean to you? Like a health, well-being and um, wealth? It's just about that oneness, man. Yeah. Complete, mm. you know. There's this quote I used to use... Health is the complete well-being of the mind, body, and spirit, mm. and then not just the absence of illness. Because there's a confusion mm. between health being absence of illness, which it isn't, because you can not be ill today but be ill tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, and it can you be know? dramatic. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. Things can happen quick, and things that happen quick happen over a long time. Yeah, but you just don't notice. Yeah, that's what it means to me. It's like a complete oneness. Mm mind, body, spirit and completeness, contentment, happiness. Mm. Yeah. No, definitely. Because, I mean, I've, I've always been someone that worked out and I, and I do I do martial arts as well. I do jiu-jitsu. I've been doing it for a hot second now. Sick. And um, to me, it's... I've, I felt like... Okay, so I've got a weird thing with health. Mm. In terms of, like, my food intake... I've never really consciously paid proper attention to it. Mm. Like I know what I need to do when I'm when I'm trying to put on weight. I'll just be loading up on pasta, rice, a whole bunch of meat. Like I've never really paid attention to like getting the right veg, the right mm. nutrition. But and my excuse has always been that okay, I do enough exercise, I'm active enough to not worry about that. But I know there's a danger in that, isn't it? Yeah, therefore, the body's the body is like super intelligent. Mm. The body and. One of the conclusions that I formed when I was doing my research initially was 
that the body is super intelligent. Mm. It does nothing by accident. Mm. So if you place your body under a very negative condition, mm -hmm. it will say, hey, based on this situation, I'm going to try and do this mm. in order to get well. It's like fighting to be well. Mm. And the fighting to be well can lead to a lot of different symptoms. Mm. So the point I'm trying to say is like, you can be exercising and mm. doing the output, right? Yeah. But the input and what your body's actually doing with the things mm. you're inputting in you yeah. could be leaving things in you where it, it affects you. Like, yeah. I'll give examples. One of, the re one of the things I researched a lot was like inflammation. Mm. Like inflammation is, is very useful for the mm. body. If you cut yourself today, it's going to get inflamed. Mm. That's very much part of the healing process. But inflammation extended mm. is puts the body under a lot of stress. Oh, okay. So information extended. So if you hear a word, a disease that ends in itis, mm. like arthritis or bronchitis, <laughs> all of that, all of that yeah. it's literally the inflammation of. Oh, okay. So arthritis might be the inflammation of the joints, you know. Yeah. So one of the ways stuff like that could happen is by how the body detoxifies. Mm. And one of the ways that it's said the body can de detoxify is through every hole in the body, which is, as you know, mm. you know, the spit, yeah. your eyes in the morning, you know, uh, excretion. Yeah. But you have holes inside the body as well, like joints and things like that, mm. where t waste buildup can build and the de detoxification process mm. leads to swelling. Oh, because okay. now this place is inflamed, you have yeah. inflammation in your body. That's just one example of inflammation. So even mm. though your input, your output might be good, mm. what's going on in terms of build-up inside your body might be the complete opposite. And yeah. that's something I find interesting. Wow. And inflammation is is actually not just that. Like inflammation is is like you can be stressed right now, yeah. chronically inflamed, and that can manifest its way in your body in through a lot of different ways. Yeah. So yeah. No, definitely. That's one thing I've realised a lot recently as well, that um, stress does cause a lot of illnesses. Stress is like yeah. top three, man. Yeah, definitely. And stress is a downward spiral because mm. you get stressed, the body reacts mm. in a certain way. As I said, the body's the point I was trying to say, the body's very intelligent. Mm. Based on the situation it's in, it will do things to actually try to get well, which might lead to effects, like maybe trying to get rid of waste, might yeah. lead to inflammation in the knees. So um, stress is a downward spiral because in... in, in the body trying to get well, it might put you on our conditions like, I don't know, your memory goes mm. or you feel more fatigued, mm. which makes you more stressed mm. <laughs> because you're thinking, why, why, why yeah. am I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then that downward spiral commences mm. and where that leads to, if you don't break the cycle, can be a very dark place. Does, does work I help you like stay stress free? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, what it does in the brain is it's been mm. studied for years, bruv. Yeah. If you can exercise uphill walking resistance, is one way to help the body cope with stress. 100%. Okay, well, uphill resistance? Yeah, anything resistance or cardiovascular. Oh, okay, so Stop. Yeah, because martial arts definitely helps me, like... Feel any, good hormones, yeah, man, it's facts. Definitely. Any, anything to do with, like, putting my body in, like, uncomfortable positions, but then triumphing and learning new skills, like, yeah. and constantly keeping the mind ticking definitely helps me, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm always out for the challenges. That's... that's, that's when, I, when, I, when I quit lifting, which mm. maybe in the next couple of years, I'll quit. Oh, you're going to quit completely? I'm not doing this forever, man. Yeah. I, I'm going to go from bodybuilding per se to more like fitness. Oh, okay. Like flexibility, all yeah. that stuff. It's going to be an interesting transition. Damn, good but luck with that, man. <laughs> like, all that stuff is is good. Like jiu-jitsu, for example, mm. how it you know combines the left side and the right side of the brain yeah. because you're, you're functional and how you're moving. Yeah. 
all that stuff is lit, bro. That's mm. what I'm gonna get into. No, nah, definitely you yoga, should, breathing. Yeah. I'll be a monk. <laughs> Real spit. I'm gonna travel. You start getting into meditation and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I, trying to do that meditation stuff now. Yeah, I haven't. I've I've never really been a big fan of meditation myself. Yeah. That when but I say, I've got a weird reason why. What, tell me, tell me about my reason. So I don't know. I tend to find meditation tends to change people. Yeah. Like I've come across a lot of people that meditate a lot and holistically they become different people. I like who I am. <laughs> like I, I like the way I like the way I go through different emotions of like stress. Why do you say, being, why do you say it changes people though? Like give me an example. Okay, so the the idea behind meditation is to get yourself into like a spiritual and holistic mode whereby you're sort of in control of like your emotions and your your surroundings yeah. and everything. I don't know how well that works for me as an individual. Do you see what I, I mean? You. You're, you're basically, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Man. Like, I'm, it's not like, I, it's not like I'm, I don't go through stuff that, that yeah. I dislike, but I feel like when I go through stressful periods or periods where my mind is just going crazy, it, it's, it's a part of a learning process, which I enjoy. Yeah. Like, I get you. you know what I mean? I enjoy the very crazy emotions of the world oh, and things that gets thrown at me. Yeah. But I think if I, cause the thing about me, if I delve into meditation right now, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to go yeah. gun hole. Okay. You're, you're, you know you're, what I mean? You basically told me before you're hard work. Yeah. You're so, I, I'm gonna end up probably you see me in a robe in West End like yeah, yeah, yeah. chanting like the rest of those dudes. I think, and I think there's like there's meditation, and a lot of reasons why people change is the lifestyle around meditation. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. For me, definitely. I might it might not be me that made me healthy. Mm. It might be the fact that I can't junk. Mm. You know, it might be the fact that I stop listening to negative music. Mm. You know, there's. There's a mm. lifestyle. But then I like some of the drugs. Regardless, regardless of some I, of the conditions. I, I went back to, don't get me wrong, I cut certain things out for a bit because yeah. I really had to like get one with myself. Yeah. I wasn't meditating for, mm. I didn't know, all these terms I didn't know about, I just mm. knew that you know, there's something within me that if this carries on, mm. it's going to go to a dark place. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had to, that's around the same time. See, I that means you're, you're conscientious, though. You're, you're self-aware of yourself. I'm, I've, and, I've, from a kid, I've yeah. been always very self-analytical. Mm. I think people that are very conscientious don't, I wouldn't say don't go and meditate, but I'm very conscientious. Like if I if I do something wrong, I I already analyze it. I'll think, think about it. I'll I examine think one of the it. main reasons for meditation, though, is brain health, mm. and that's something I've been very much into for the past three weeks. Mm. Like my latest post on Instagram is about brain health because I've mm. I've had to understand that a lot of things that happen to us. Mm aren't accidents it's science yeah so yeah. whether your short term memory is reducing mm. like you're forgetting names mm. that's it, it seems normal because everyone happens to everybody mm. but it's not and it's a it's a long it's like a symptom of something that's coming later because mm. you have you meet some that guys that scared me because my short term memory started to, <laughs> I, I had a podcast recently with a guy who's a memory coach as well and I'm starting to practice a lot yeah. of like some of the things that the you brain is, is, is what the connections that get made in there mm. like that's why I'm more into meditation now and I don't think it it changes you per se. I feel like meditation, mm. it depends how deep you can go. Mm. You know, I know the guy, one guy's book I read was Headstrong, mm. which is an interesting book. And he doesn't seem like he's changed into like woo-woo. There's woo-woo mm. guys, you know, dance around yeah, the tree. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Guys like us, mm. we can understand that. Where we, we can never be that, mm. you know, because we come from a different space. Like we are individuals in mm. a sense, you know, we're not... Mm. That's just me being yeah, no, definitely, yeah, no, like, we're individuals. Yeah. How we think, we're, we're alone in our minds, like mm. we're unique in ourselves. But the point I'm trying to say is like meditation, it helps just the brain. Mm. You know, it helps the. It doesn't change you per se. Like for me, yeah. It for me, meditation isn't like oneness and control. Mm. It's just being still. Mm. I yeah, I get that. That that I'm good at because I'm always I like being in my own space. Yeah. I like 
you know what I mean, processing my thoughts and giving the brain shutdown time. Yeah, yeah, that's, giving that's the it. shutdown time and stuff. Not, but not non-thinking like meditation. This some people is like thoughtless meditation where you're trying not to think. Mm. You know, but being still and letting the brain take the brain fire where it fires, mm. but bringing it back to a state of like, okay, I'm gonna think of one thing for a bit. Yeah, you know, that for me is meditation. I might yeah. sometimes when I'm closing my eyes, like I'm a visual person. I might mm. walk around my house. Mm. I might picture myself as a giant mm. walking down trying to picture things because mm. all that doing if you if you can picture it in the mind it's making connections it's, mm. it's relaxing it's just because how many thoughts do we get a day yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like, I'm, right now I'm thinking Yo, I, should be, I should be working yeah. <laughs> you know get it, yeah. your brain's fire yeah. so that's what that's one thing I'll say like I'm not the master right mm. but I'm definitely I've definitely seen some of the benefits. Yeah. Uh, There's definitely going to come a stage where I'm going to probably look into a bit of meditation and stuff yeah. like that right now. But at the moment, no, no, I, I, I like not... the adrenaline rush running through my brain. Yeah, we need to slow you're, it down. You're the chief, fam. That's, <laughs> that's why we in there, you know? Anyway, t- tell me a bit about um, um, Dunga books. Like, what, what was that about? Like, was that um, a health... What was the book about in general, if you just give me an overview? Joe, you know, the name is funny mm. because when I got the name, I never, intend, I never intended on writing a book. Oh, the real. book came like, Three, five years later. Yeah, you know, it's just funny how the world works. Really. Yeah. So it was the Dungle book initially. I dropped it there after I watched um, the Social Network. Mm. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when it says drop the mm. there, it's cooler. Yeah. There, <laughs> then it became Dungle book. Like mm. if you go on my YouTube, it's still the Dungle book. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like the URL. Yeah. And the name came from like. When I was younger, people used to call money Dungo. Mm. When I got to uni, I started saying Dungo. Mm. People started calling me Dungo. Then <laughs> yeah. I used to say a lot of quotes because I've always been this guy that read a lot. Yeah. I used to say a lot of quotes. People would be like, oh, that's rule number 10 out of the Dungo book. Mm. So because I'm a very private person, naturally, mm. I'm a very private person, you know, I wanted to do something that's out of my character. This is me trying to become a better person mm. in a sense. So I was like, I'm starting a YouTube channel. Mm. When it came time to figure out the name, like you know, I like that name, the Dungle Book. Mm. You know, Dungle Book. So I called it the Dungle Book. And then I guess over the course of me sharing a lot of things, I started to get excited by, you know, let me backtrack. When I when I first started, mm. the YouTube beat was there. Yes, I was doing like my pull up stuff, mm. my dip stuff. These are all my old videos. Like I've hidden the majority yeah. of them now. And then I used to also answer people's health questions on Twitter as a faceless brand. Ah. It was called the Dunga Book. People used to shoot me a question like, oh, how do I get rid of my my asthma? Yeah. And then I would answer it. But whilst I answer it, I also used to create documents. Oh, so I have documents for like six diseases. Yeah. From like arthritis, I wrote one on cancer. It's not going to be shared, to be fair. It's yeah. just like me to understand some of these, these illnesses. Yeah. And I guess the point I'm trying to say there is some of these things that I wrote, like mm. weight loss, ended up, being the foundation of the book that I, uh, like my first book, together. yeah, yeah which it. was like a collection of a lot mm. of these pages of the mm. years of stuff that I've written, mm. whether it's like weight loss or whether it's like my my like my juice and stuff, mm. and my my getting into herbs because mm. I started getting into herbs. So I used to always write things down, and then I started realizing a lot of the books that I'm reading now mm. were written like a hundred years ago, mm. like. Some book called The Crowd I, I read was was written in like nineteen twelve. I'm like, bro, that's a hundred years. So all this information was here. Exactly. Was so for around. me, it's like, cool. I want to create stuff that could last mm. a bit, 
So the first one I put out was the, the bodybuilding one and because obviously I didn't eat meat. Um, people started calling me vegan. Mm. I was like, cool, I'm going to go with that for a bit. Mm. So I called it vegan bodybuilding, made simple, put that. And then some people started, some people started saying to me, like, yo, I want to try what you're doing because mm. they see how it's working for me. So it's like, you know, if you want to do it correctly, here's how you do it. Mm. So I put together my nutrient guide, which was my second book. That was it. Yeah. And then I think my third book was... I didn't actually know you had three, by the way. Four, yeah. bro. Oh, four. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Mm. It's like the balance of metrics mm. and, and actual use of benefits. Mm. So I can't say they're bestsellers, mm. but they've impacted a lot of people from yeah, the emails that I've got from yeah. all over the world. So it's like balance. Mm. You know what I mean? The third book I wrote was a business book. So after my business failed, I thought, look, let me understand a little bit more about mm. how to do this correctly. So I interviewed maybe about 25 people yeah. and got their thoughts and I used their quotes to like business personnel. Yeah, business yeah. people. Many people I knew and mm. I reached out to a few people on LinkedIn. Mm. I gave that away for free. It's called uh, Starting an Online Business Made Simple. Mm. You know, But now it's on Amazon. Don't think anyone buys it though. But anyone who's I'll read put, that I'll book... I'll put the link in the bio. Anyone who <laughs> read that book is golden. Yeah. And my final book, the fourth one, is my herb guide, which yeah. is like... Such a dope book. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that. What's the, what's the um, long-term plan, though? What's the long-term goal? Long-term goal is, I guess, what I'm working on now. So, mm. how I've always been is I've always segmentalized things, mm. right? So, I've put my company in one mm. category. I've put my personal things like Book in one category. Mm. I guess my long-term or my medium goal now is to combine it. Mm. So allow what I'm doing in my personal life to benefit my company and allow my company to benefit me. So whether that's to do with my actual vision, which mm. is to to help the world, you know, enable the world to become healthier, mm. you know, help enable the, enable people to master their own well-being. Mm. So my goal to do that now is to actual, actually enable companies who mm. want to do that and actually enable people who want to actually achieve their mm. own well-being. And I, that's how I'm going to combine both. That's it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, man. So that's companies who you want to get into food, mm. help people become healthier, or help people become, help people become more mindful, mm. I'm going to help them, whether it's through StarTech, whether it's through mm. see, whether it's through their branding elements, mm. how to brand appropriately to the people that I actually speak to anyway through my personal life, because mm. that's who they're going to be targeting, the tech-focused yeah. individuals like the, the bell curve, those guys yeah. on this side. Yeah. And then my personal brand is I'll still keep growing that to more of a, a school mm. where it's like a propeller. Everything I do, I feel like I'm an enabler, a propeller. Mm. I help people just kind of propel and grow, whether it's the health, whether it's like the whole business element, whether mm. it's like just the resources and knowledge or connections through yeah. the community that I'm building. Um, that's that's the that's the goal. Oh, that's it. Man. That's a long articulation. I'm no, but to, it, I'm have to write that one down. <laughs> read it back. Like, that sounds good. Cool. <laughs> no, it sounds lit. <laughs> that could be like your mission statement going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's absolutely sick, man. Like it's it's been an absolute pleasure even talking to you for this oh, short period of time considering on. that today was the first time we met yeah, and, um, I, I mean we brothers already man. yeah already in it that's how yeah. it goes in it do you know what I mean there's always the assumption that us us uh, black brothers don't get along in it but yeah, it's it's, on, it's a misconception do you know what I mean there's, there's so much wealth of positive people out there doing great stuff like yourself Appreciate but um, one quick advice before you leave so if if you had to give an advice to like say a young aspiring individual wanting yeah. to get into like the health market wanting to live better life a more mm. fruitful meaningful life in terms of like the food that they intake and the lifestyle mm. they live what would that be? 
I think just don't pros- don't procrastinate starting. Mm. You know, my next book I'm going to read after I read this one is called Ready. No, Fire Aim Aim Fire Ready, something like that. Mm. And it's basically about you know starting before you're ready. Yeah. So when a lot of us want to get healthy, we say to ourselves, oh, "I'm going to start in two weeks." Yeah. Where I think if you're going to start something, start today, start small, mm. and then start small and build up on that. And mm. that's my advice. Whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you want to get into the health business. Mm. Cool. Start speaking to your customers today. You want to be healthier. Mm. When I the first time I wanted to lose weight, I was always chubby. I decided mm. I wanted the six pack. I wanted mm. to lose weight. That same day, I signed up to it. I signed up to a gym. For real. That same day. Yeah. Yeah. I literally. I didn't wait for nobody. I didn't say, "Yo, cuz, what do you think about this?" Mm. I signed up to a gym, and that's my mindset. Mm. Start starting now. Start small, and then learn along the way. Mm. Mm. Start before you. That's that'll be my first. Now.